This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The U.S. has had a debt ceiling for more than 100 years. It was first established in 1917. Did you know that? With the Second Liberty Bond Act and set at $11.5 billion. I think a lot of people are kind of in the tall weeds when it comes to talking about the debt ceiling. But uh, you and I, my friends, are right in the thick of it. Hey, everybody. Kate Delaney. So the concept of talking about debt ceiling is strange, right? Because I think some people don't realize how precarious it is for all of us, how it's a real threat to millions of Americans, right? So at this point, it's it's... It is like a shell game. I mean, now you have Joe Manchin, who labels himself or others label him as a centrist on the Hill. Whatever he calls himself as part of the Democratic Party, he's pushing that increasing the payroll taxes on the wealthy may pay or may help shore up the program, but... talks about social security benefits that could be on the line and i think that's what really really worries lots of people out there because you think about it how many are dependent on medicare and social security you get toward the end of the line and you've paid in you've paid in you've paid in right Manchin did make this point that made sense to me. If you look at who he represents in West Virginia, he said 60% of the population where he is, it's people dependent on Medicare and Social Security. And he said, I'm not going down that path and putting them in jeopardy. No way. Because so many think that that's the easiest and quickest thing to do to raise the cap. And we keep going back to that same question, why, over and over again, do we end up in this same situation? But you can't put the genie back in the bottle, right? You can't do that. So once again, my name's Kate Delaney, and uh, this is where we're at, folks. When we scratch the surface and I say that this shows about what's happening in your backyard and mine, your Social Security, if you're counting on it, is definitely at jeopardy. We keep hearing that, but it's no longer just nonsense in the wind. If it's something that you need at the end of the line, as I'm saying, it's something that could really, 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 really shrink. Unless, perhaps, payroll taxes um, go up. So in 2023... Wages were up to 160, uh, up to 160, 
1,200 were subject to a 6.2% tax for employees and employers that go to Social Security. Also, a 1.45% Medicare tax is paid by employees and employers. There is no wage limit to those taxes. Pay attention when you get that little thing in the mail that tells you this is what your Social Security will be when it's estimated when you retire at boom, ba boom, 60, 65, 67, 70, whatever it might be. But both programs face the prospect of a funding shortfall in the upcoming years. In fact, could be depleted Social Security's combined trust funds by 2035. So, wow. Um, Think of your age and think of where you're at. You know, there was a proposal by GW to when there was so much talk about every time there, there, there was like kind of this panic button about what to do. Oh, Social Security, Social Security. He, his idea was, well, it was floated for two seconds. Why don't we just give everyone a check? Like, just give them what they're owed, and then you can decide how you're going to invest it. You know, that idea doesn't sound so bad when the threat is out there looming, right? To people who are currently getting it, to people who hope they get it in 10, 20, I don't know, 25, 30 years, right? So we'll see what happens with the debt ceiling and what the legislative limit on the amount of the national debt that can be incurred by the Treasury ultimately is, because we're way beyond that. That's what the problem is. So we're into the emergency situation. And it is just a political tool, I think, now at this point. All right, we talk about uh, money. Something came up on my radar screen today that was just too interesting not to bring up here right at the top. You know, Elizabeth Holmes... I call her blood money because that was the idea. It was just going to be a little tiny prick when we went into CVS or Walgreens or whatever pharmacy. And we would find out if we perhaps had cancer. Can you imagine what a game changer that would have been? It really appealed to a lot of people. So she, of course, is appealing her 11 plus year sentence. And what's interesting is... She is, while she's waiting for that, she is living on an estate that cost $13,000 a month. $13,000 a month. So if you don't know her story, she was the young woman who went to Stanford who came up with this supposed way, this machine, this fantastical machine that was going to change all of our lives, and a lot of people invested in it. So Theranos was the name of the company. And what prosecutors are saying is, wow, here she is. She's convicted. She's living on this expensive estate waiting for an appeal, which that takes a long time, and she shows no remorse to her victims whatsoever so my question is obviously she had some cash to hast away if she can afford to live like that she was found guilty of four fraud related charges if you don't remember this was back in november last november she was sentenced to those years in prison that i mentioned she appealed that conviction so she's waiting for that and under the justice system criminal defendants should begin serving their 
custodial sentence. That's what we usually see. But she is not doing that. She instead is hanging out uh, and paying 13000 to live in a swank place. And that gets under the skin of those prosecutors. So we'll see how long that continues. All right, sad news at the top. Des Moines is now the place of a shooting. So here we go, leaving two students dead. The founder of an education program in serious condition. It happened right before 1 o'clock on Monday. Police and fire responded to a report of a shooting. And this is a nonprofit called Starts Right Here. They found the shooting victims who were taken to the hospital. Uh, once again, you just question why, why, why. More on that and uh, some other odds and ends on the flip side. I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. 
That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. that happened, the Iowa governor, Kim Reynolds, said that uh, she's shocked and saddened about the the shooting. The mayor in Des Moines called the shooting a story that repeats itself, the tragic story of young lives taken far too soon by gun violence. And this is a place, starts right here, that is about inspiring at-risk youth in the Des Moines public schools and motivating through speaking events and other things that they, uh, that they do. And so it was shocking, of course, when that happened and there's not a lot of details, you know, as to why, what, once again, it's always that why, 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 why question. And um, there's, there's not any great answers. The motive you know, has has not been released by the police at, at this point. And the police got a description of, of the car related to the shooting. They made a traffic stop about 20 minutes after the shooting, two miles away. Two people stayed in the car. One got out and ran. And police found the suspect with a tracking dog. And they didn't identify the suspects or say if they had been charged or any of that. Just we've got two, two people dead, so we're looking at the most serious charges. And... Um, it's just another terrible, terrible tragedy and, and sadly connected to an organization that was trying to do some good, was trying to help people that were in situations where kids, where they were at risk and where they felt trapped. All right. Um, speaking of being trapped, boy, it was just been a crazy, crazy start to the week, to say the least. And I'll tell you what, if you're the president, right, and you say you're transparent, uh, I think they need to be a little more transparent when it comes to documents. Now they're talking about possibly searching the beach house of President Joe Biden's. So the White House spokesperson in charge of this, the it is a scandal, right? It's a shock or two over Biden's mishandling of classified documents. Uh, went back at reporters, shot back at reporters who wanted answers to the questions as to uh, did the president know he had the documents and all the questions you can imagine that are being uh, asked. So there's a lot of frustration, right? That One of the things that I heard, I was looking, listening to the briefing is, what is the White House trying to hide? <laughs> What's going on? Is there an information black out is it is are we not privy to the things that are are happening and you know this story broke june or not june 
uh, January 9th with that revelation that sensitive papers were found at that abandoned office at the Penn Biden Center, which is a think tank in Washington. And then it went on to the garage and the Corvette. And then it went on to, oh, yeah, we found others because we searched for 13 hours at the house. We came up with some more documents. And, um, you know, the question does become what, well, first of all, when you say classified material, why shouldn't we question? I mean, why shouldn't we question what what is the protocol for handling classified documents? And why does it seem like, you know, like I was looking at the images of, of what they had and and. It's just important documents, important documents and photos. And it looked like the one box I saw looked like a box. In fact, not taped as well as the box I had a mere seven, eight months ago when I was moving. I mean, please give me a break. So um, the president's special counsel is hired to respond to these investigations by what's happening now, you know, what's how it's going to dribble out. And, and the, the thing is, is, again, once we know the cat is out of the bag, you're, you start to question, okay, so you had these documents, you didn't know you had these documents at the think tank, you didn't know, because everybody's rushing around when you change positions on the chessboard, and then you didn't know you have these documents at the house. How come the story didn't break immediately so that it makes you think that there's more cover up or something nefarious or just stupidity as to why, if you say you're transparent, you don't release that information. And listen, it's, it's not a slanted media, by the way, that are asking these questions. I'm watching this thing and it's every person in the media that has what they call a hard pass. And they can ask those questions of, the White House spokesperson, and that's exactly what's going on. And the curiosity level is through the roof about these classified documents. Now, these are multiple searches, and there may be another search, like I said, and I don't know, what are the odds that there could be some documents at this beach house? It's kind of like serious breadcrumbs. Everywhere I go, there's a chance that, whoops, there may have been some documents left behind i tell you it's craziness and it certainly doesn't make you feel safe and you know what it makes me think it's like this so this is going on with the documents and then there's a story about the ex fbi head who has been indicted for helping a russian oligarch duck some sanctions of getting paid money to do that and feeding him information And this is a guy that people really trusted and had a great resume, Charles McGonnell. And there he was, very solemn-faced, walking out of the courthouse. But he was busted for taking money, payments, in, in this Russiagate, right? And he was among the first FBI officials to, um, you know, to figure this, to, to figure into all of this, when you learn that uh, where he was, again, in the crossfire, 
and how he got appointed to his position. And the fact is that uh, he, this is a guy who sent a message to an FBI, FBI colleague that discussed how agents were interviewing um, a Trump campaign advisor and talking about that. And he was right in the middle of all of that investigation. And so the whole wiretap thing is how they uncovered how he had been the subject of recruitment by the Russian government. Of course, it's, it's something that is, you know, is they're disclaiming at this point, but I think there's more that's going to drop here. His name is first on the, the list of FBI officials who got a memo about a classified, here's my point, defensive briefing given to lawyers for the then Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign about attempts by an unidentified foreign government to influence the candidate through lobbying efforts and campaign contributions. So this probably goes deep, deep, deep. I mean, how much was he paid? What kind of information was he giving up? And it just goes to show you again, privy to classified information, especially at that level, when you're talking about somebody who's pretty high up in the ranks of the FBI. This is the danger of classified material, somebody getting turned for information. And we have it right in front of our faces as to to what is happening now, what's playing out in a courtroom in uh, in New York and what else they have on him and more of the specifics I think is, is obviously going to drop. He, he just pled not guilty at this point. Right. All right. So I mentioned the situation in Iowa, terrible, and this is on the heels of that tragedy in celebrating the lunar new year in Los Angeles at two different dance clubs. Monterey park was one of them. And Alhambra was the other very close areas near each other. And um, the fact that the fact that you have uh, five people that died and you had others that were injured and you have a disgruntled person in the middle of this. And luckily, there was some people. There was one guy specifically that intervened and was able to get the gun away from the shooter and then you you have who Khan Tran is, was his name, who takes off and they find him later in a van and he shoots himself as the police are approaching. And you still don't understand, and maybe we never will, as to why did this tragedy have to take place? Mike is wondering who's going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, if I only knew that, we're going to the mailbag next. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. 
and it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis ending his campaign for the White House and endorsing former President Donald Trump. If you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. True to the old saying, freezing temps should be moving out of a good chunk of the country and above average warmth will blanket the U.S. Don't expect Hamas to release any more hostages. The Palestinian group presented Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu with a proposal. Leave Hamas in power in the Gaza Strip and take all Israelis with you. Netanyahu wouldn't even entertain that idea. Three members of an air ambulance crew lost their lives in a helicopter crash near Weatherford, Oklahoma, over the weekend on their way back to their base located 70 miles west of Oklahoma City. No patients were on board. Corey Myers, USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one? Using a paid tax preparer this year? Before paying someone to do your taxes, make sure they're qualified. Ask about their fees, experience, and training. Check with a Better Business Bureau. Avoid anyone who promises a higher refund. And review your tax return before you sign it. And make sure your preparer signs it too. For more tips, visit irs.gov and search Choosing a Preparer. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Now let's 
talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day, okay? things to talk about in the mailbag and this one from Mike that I said who will win the Super Bowl well let me look at my crystal ball Mm, Eagles KC San Francisco Bengals uh, ask again later (laughs) when I go really deep on the AFC championship game Bengals and the Chiefs and the NFC championship game which is the first one on Sunday San Francisco and the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to get back to the mailbag in a few. But first, let's go to San Francisco and talk to David. Hey, David, how are you? Oh, good, Kate. Uh, let's see. Out here, uh, we're so spoiled. We get two New Year's a year. Uh, we just had another one last night, Chinese New Year. So Yes. Gung Hoi Fat Choi. Yeah, Gung Hoi Fat Choi. And uh, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, thank you. You too. Yeah, a couple of things. I was interested in the debt ceiling, but it's funny. You were talking about those documents, uh, the comparison between Biden and uh, Trump. Um, I was wondering if there's a market forces way that the public can learn about uh, the totality of of those documents. And say, for example, if they've got uh, just some low-level security documents, uh, we could, uh, we the people could bill, whether it's uh, Trump or we could bill uh, Biden, uh, say $1,500 <laughs> per low-level document. If it's a mid-level document, 5000 If it's a top security bill them $100,000. And then we don't need to actually know what's in those documents, but we would have a, by the time they build them all, uh, we would know a dollar number how much to bill them. There you they go. Ever paid them. So, uh, yeah, it just kind of gives an idea of how to, how to resolve this issue in the public's mind. But in terms of the debt ceiling, you know, the the scam that the Republicans are pulling with this is they're trying to kill Social Security. And there's a real fast way to deal with uh, uh, Social Security, and that's raise the minimum wage. You don't need to raise the payroll tax. You just need to raise minimum wage, and Social Security will be filled up real fast. Well, and as you know, in some areas, Social Security... I mean, that's the security uh, minimum wage has shot up in some areas, but not across the board. It's just right. state it's by state, et cetera. Yeah, it's still seven dollars and twenty five cents right now. Federal. Yeah. And it's amazing that, uh, you know, I, I think that was uh, Obama was able to fight to get that happening. And that was, what, a dozen years ago or so. So this is uh, this is amazing that, you know, they the Republicans pretend that they know how to manage money, but they just don't seem to catch the idea that if there's an incredible inflation rate, uh, that you better raise minimum wage or the entire uh, 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 nation is going to be starve. And, uh, you know, if I remember right, when uh, Obama went out of office, uh, there was something like uh, an 11, I think it was an $11 trillion uh, deficit. And now what are we closing in on 40 trillion? That's insane. uh, The number, yeah. 
Yeah, it's an amazing uh, uh, bouncing of numbers, and if they don't raise the minimum wage, uh, the, these guys are just phonies uh, in totality. But they wanted to give, force us into having a 30% uh, percent sales tax, federal sales tax for mm. everything you buy, on top of city sales mm. tax or state sales tax. The Republicans were going to try to stick us with a 30% percent mm. federal sales tax. And, of course, the rich don't buy nearly enough, uh, you know, over-the-counter products, and they're able to write it all off as business expenses. They can buy in wholesale, and uh, and the average person uh, has to, to deal in retail numbers, and the greatest percentage of what the average person does is, uh, is uh, facing off against sales tax. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, an amazing scam that uh, the Republicans pretend to know how to manage money but they can't prove it. Well, it's, inter- it's going to be interesting to see what ultimately, supposedly, um, yes, there's going to be these bipartisan talks, David, and we'll see where that ends up. And thanks for the phone call. And, you know, to your point of the sales, the the having the, the sales tax at an outrageous amount, forget it, that's a non-starter. There's Absolutely no way. The minimum wage, the argument there is, well, if you shoot it up so high, then these jobs where you're talking about burger joints or other places, then the people who run those places are not going to be able to afford to hire the amount of people they have to hire because they can't afford what's what they have to pay out. And then you could make arguments about that as to what businesses really could afford it and what couldn't. And if we're talking about mom and pop startups, of course, that's a whole different thing. And the bottom line is, I, I don't think it's just the Republicans. The Democrats have done the same thing of tossing the ball, of constantly being we're being held hostage by this. If you go back in the in history in the last couple of decades and look at how often we're talking about it, I've been on the air. This is my sixteenth year. Um, and and actually on the air longer than that, but let's say this this show. And it, I could rewind the things that I've talked about, and it's different people, different people on the Hill, different presidents, and we're talking about too much about the about the budget, about the debt ceiling, um, uh, watching the clock explode, and it, it is ridiculous. And once you get down that rabbit hole and you're playing that game of which bills am I paying, which bills am I not paying, it's different than the individual person. But we know what that's like, right? I mean, is there a person I have never met anyone, whether they had a lot of money, a little money, didn't have money, then made money. You know how that is up and down. There's always things that happen. I've never met anyone that didn't at some point in their life ooh, have to decide what bill can I hold off a little bit longer versus pay this bill because I got to pay the utility bill, but then my kid's tuition is due or whatever it is where you're juggling. You know that whole thing about uh, Peter and Paul, who are you stealing from to pay? You get that expression, that old expression. So uh, to me, it is, if this is fundamentally mathematics and looking at programs and and looking at bases and that what the constituents make up 
of who is elected, that's what they're going to go with. Like Joe Manchin, to his point of saying, of course, he's not going to be all in on the Social Security thing because the people who elect him are dependent on Social Security and Medicare. But I think so many people in America need that at the end of the line because they paid into it for so long. How much has come out of your checks? How much has come out of your company to pay into that and then to not have it there? Yeah, forget it. All right, uh, let's move on to this one in the mailbag as we bounce back there. Thanks for the call, David. And this one is from Charlie, who says... Kate, it's just so sad what happened. Celebrating older people, celebrating in a nice community in uh, L.A., and they have some nut come in and just decide he's going to play Rambo and and just shoot people as they are dancing on the dance floor. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. It is so frightening. To your point of where do you go where you can't go to church, you can't go to school, you can't go to the mall. We're not at least a little bit, especially if there's crowds looking over your shoulder, but these are people that certainly weren't looking over their shoulder. They were familiar with each other. They were celebrating and they were in two popular clubs doing what they would normally have done. Yeah, you know what's so sad about that? Um, That area... 65%, it's an Asian-American community. Monterey Park was actually America's first suburban Chinatown. And there's like 60,000 people there, I think, that live in that that area. And it it, it was shocking to them. And, of course, there's what you see outside of the gates of of these two dance clubs with flowers and balloons and... I mean, yeah. And and so the guy's angry. He's disgruntled. He goes from one club to the other. And thank goodness he's stopped at the one place before he uh, decides to, to, again, shoot that place up. Thanks to Brandon Say was the kid, the 26-year-old, who brawled with him, with the, the 72-year-old that had the gun when he burst into the studio. And, um, and that was a good thing because more people could have been killed. So luckily he, he grabbed that semi-automatic assault pistol and he was almost certain he thought that he was going to die. But uh, thanks to his quick thinking, he saved lives. I just moved to this one. Smith, who says, Kate, uh, the weather outside is more than frightful. I got to tell you, Where I live in the Midwest, we have had nothing but snow. I heard you talking one night about Philadelphia and New York not getting any snow. We will gladly lend them some of ours. And we have another front that is coming through. And, you know, you get tired of the shoveling thing, not to mention... I guess it's perhaps in my situation good because it forced me to start doing a few crunches that people have have heart attacks trying to clear all the snow and the various weather debris from outside of their driveways so they can get to where they have to uh, get. Yeah, I've talked about that before in the air that it, when you have to uh, really clear snow, how how terribly hard that is and how rough it is on your body, no question. All right, you can always send me your thoughts 24-7, Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. Head into the man cave.
Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea naturally builds good cells and kills bad cells. So it's great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting an infection, diabetes, or cancer. To order, visit drinksupertea.com or call 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com, 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. Okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead, towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream for the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. The final phase of extermination is set to commence now. And as population die-off becomes evident, you know it is the time of punishment in all that is written. The cover for mass die-off is evolution and global warming frauds, also used as false proof of their Christ. They are from the lines that were disinherited 2,000 years ago. Now they claim to be his Christ based upon blood type, DNA, and long lifespan. Go to unveilingthem.com. That's U-N-V-E-I-L-I-N-G-them.com. are welcome here too <laughs> so it is about football and then there were just a handful of teams that are left four to be exact afc championship game nfc championship game think about this the 49ers in the nfc championship game for the third time in the last four seasons this time with mr relevant brock purdy as the quarterback 
leading them past the Dallas Cowboys to be in this position where they take on the Eagles. The Eagles are returning to the championship game in the NFC for the first time since 2017 when they won it all. The Bengals reached the AFC championship game for the second consecutive season, and the Chiefs host the AFC championship game for the fifth straight season. What will happen to the question that Mike posed, who's going to win the Super Bowl? That is so tough in looking at these last four teams. Uh, Philadelphia is only favored by two at home against the, the 49ers. And when I look at this and I look at the inexperienced quarterback, but steadily leading the charge with a great defense behind him and playmakers offensively with a tight end, George Kittle with a wide receiver, Debo Samuel running back, Christian McCaffrey, lots of, lots of, lots of potential and for all kinds of plays that we've seen already happen in the seven games that this kid has won. And then you look at the, uh, the Eagles and, the Eagles have some great uh, superior pass block dudes that are amazing at what they do. Hassan Riddick, he's great. He's great as far as sack machine is concerned, and he's going to try to stop that offense, obviously. And then you look at the, um, you know, you look at the the weapons that Jalen Hurts, the quarterback for the Eagles, has. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, running back Miles Sanders. So I think Philly wins the NFC championship game. AFC championship game. You got Pat Mahomes, who has a high ankle sprain. And he's still, after that ankle sprain he went out and then he and he didn't want to go out and then he got the MRI and then he came back in he still went 22 of 30 for 195 yards and a couple touchdown throws in the second half of that divisional round win over the Jags so he's expected to play against the Bengals Pat Mahomes has had KC's number and I think um or uh Joe Burrow has had Casey's number, and I think Patrick Mahomes would like to turn that around, certainly. But the running game has to be there, so, you know, the, they, they have to have the running game going. Tight end Travis Kelsey, who caught 14 passes against eight different defenders in the Chiefs' playoff victory over Jacksonville, Seems like he's hard to cover, but this is a different team than than Jacksonville. And then you look at what, um, you know, again, the weapons that Mahomes has and his ability to still make things happen, even while being hurt. But you look at the Bengals and receiver Jamar Chase, who is like the rubber band man and can catch on a dime from, it seems like any spot on the field, but especially deep shots down the sideline. And then of course the, the Bengals um, offensive line is a little weak. So will that be exploited by Casey and their defense? 
I, as I look at all of this and mash it all up together, it's, you know, it's, it looks like, boy, could this be the time that the Chiefs get by the Bengals? They're favored by two and a half points. And I'm going to say the two favorites who are narrowly favored will face each other in the Super Bowl. And a lot of people wouldn't agree with that. They think the Bengals will probably be there and maybe even the 49ers. But I think it's going to be the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. You'll get a crack at this, by the way, because we do nail the score on our next show. First hour, last segment. And we're going to do both games, NFC and AFC Championship game. And, you know, here it is, AFC, NFC, we're down to the nitty-gritty. Then there is the Pro Bowl, which is flag football now. And there's the week in between, that's what it is, the Pro Bowl, and then the Super Bowl after that. And here we are at the end of another season. It seemed like we just got out of training camp, doesn't it? It does. It seems like that just happened. But lo and behold... That is not the case. So, you know, there you go. All right. Some other things that we would be talking about, believe it or not, in the man cave is what next, right? So you've got Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys, the the Cowboys um, coach. Is he on the hot seat or not? And then the answer to that is Jerry Jones is saying no. But people are wondering if he... What was he thinking at the tail end of the game, mismanaging the clock and um, looking at what perhaps would have given them more time, which it would have. And then, of course, the other part of this is Dak Prescott, who was terrible in that game against San Francisco. When he had the chance to be the hero, he comes up with turnovers, incompletions, and just did not have a good game. Here's what Dak Prescott had to say after the game. It hurts. Um, very, very disappointed. Uh, we weren't able to come out this one. Disappointed in my play. Uh, disappointed for the guys in the locker room. Um, special team. Uh, really is. Um, guys that, that do things the right way, prepare the right way, um, believe in each other, a lot of love. And, uh, it, yeah, it's unfortunate. It sucks. Can you take a two of both picks? <laughs> yeah, the first one, um, I guess you just hits, hits one too many times. I guess MG, uh, understandably, hitching three times, thought I was going to go on a scramble, um, and the guy just came back to the ball, made a play. Uh, I've got to throw that one away or, or use my feet, get out of the pocket. Uh, and then on the second one, um, nickel squeezed. Uh, yeah, tried to try to throw a load of CD, but, I mean, he was able to make a play on it, tip it up in the air and uh, tip it to the mic. Uh, just two throws that, that, that I can't have. You can't have in the playoffs. You can't have when you're trying to beat a team like that. You can't have on the road. And, um, yeah, no excuses for that. Those are two are 100% on me. It's good he said that they're on me. They, uh, the Cowboys lost to the 49ers 19-12 in that divisional NFC game. So I'll re-rack for a quick second in case you missed it. The Bengals got to where they are by beating the Bills. Shocker for the Bills fans at home in their AFC divisional playoff over the weekend, 27-10. to The Philadelphia Eagles had no problems with the Giants. They've got home field advantage throughout this, 38-7. to I think Giants fans were shocked thinking that there would be more to that offense, and there there certainly wasn't. The Eagles' defense came up large. 
Uh, Jalen Hurts came up large when he needed to. The Chiefs beat Jacksonville 27-20, to 20, even when Pat Mahomes was hobbled, as I mentioned, in that AFC divisional playoff. So that was interesting, and I already previewed the conference championship and where we are with that. So now it's going to be for some N- NFL teams where they headed, what happens uh, in the off season, and it's a it feels like a long off season because when you've poured everything into week after week after week, and then poof, that's the end of it. It's uh, it's pretty tough. Then you got to get the band back together eventually, or part of the band back together, and decide who is not going to be back the next time around, and and that's what it's all about. Meanwhile, in the NBA, things are starting to really shape up for some teams. Like, look at the Bucks again. I mean, Milwaukee is poised to just run away with things. If you look at their record, 30-17, and 17, they just beat the Pistons, as they should have, 150 to 130. The Celts have their own magic, but uh, the actual magic got some luck and beat them. 113 to 98 in a Monday night game, but the Celts um, still have incredible weapons. This this was a one-off to me. A tighter game. The Bulls beat the Hawks 111 to 100. The Rockets beat the T Wolves 119 to 114. Wow! All right, thanks for listening to this hour of the show. Make it count, everybody. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook, Kate Delaney fan page on Facebook, or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney, at Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com.